Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 533-42 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text Hope NY in New York. Hello again, friends, and welcome into Gamecock Central Radio. Emerson Phillips joined by Gamecock great Joe Rett. Gamecock basketball snapped a six-game losing streak with a home win over the 10th-ranked team in the country on Saturday. Carolina beat Auburn 84-75. to And Joe, you know, speaks to the strength of the SEC that a a team in the bottom of the standings right now like South Carolina, losers of six in a row can come back home and play really its best game of the season and beat the top team in the conference. It speaks to the depth and the quality of the SEC basketball this year. Well, this has been such a crazy year so far. you got Auburn on top of the league right now. Uh, you got Kentucky, who's always – you know, at the top of the league, but they're not at the top of the league this year because, you know, they're, they're a very young team. They're just not winning like they normally are. But um, a great win. Great win on Saturday. Um, a lot of things that were factored in that game. You got uh, just the defense and the intensity that they came out with from the beginning. Uh, you saw their energy, uh, which is all but it is a three-point shooting team, but throughout that game, um, South Carolina had a game plan of pushing those guys. Uh, they made them force start their offense a lot out a lot further than they they used to. And when that shot clock ran down, uh, Auburn was forced to take some bad shots towards the end of the shot clock and give it up to, to the game cards. They, they had a game plan. They came out fired up. You know, uh, they said, you know, I, I hear Frank give a lot of credit to some of the guys coming back from last year, the Sanders and TJ. And those guys practiced with them on Friday. And I guess that gave them a lot of energy. gave them a lot of, you know, uh, they saw how, how, how hard those guys did it and saw how they work in practice. And I guess those guys were able to talk to them and relate to them. And, you know, they, they're probably tired of hearing coaches now. So to hear from a former player 
it, it's always great. I remember back in my days when Alex Dingus and some of the great guys came back while I was at Carolina. It, it just gives you a refresher. You, you, you know, the coaches, the coaches and some of the players are saying the same thing, but when you hear from a former player, you, you, it kind of uh, gives you a little bit more excitement, a little bit more energy. And with the reunion that they had this weekend, uh, with the former players coming back, it's always a great atmosphere. And, and those guys down there, and they wanted to play in front of, you know, some of the former um, players that played the South Carolina. They came out and performed well. And whatever it is, whatever it was on Saturday, I hope they can keep it up. Frank Martin talked about having Cendarius Thornwell and P.J. Dozier and Justin Mackey, Dwayne Notice, around the team this week. And he said it had a very positive impact. Legends weekend for Gamecock men's basketball. And uh, Coach Martin said that uh, absolutely it impacted the team this week because those guys were around for practice uh, once or twice before the Auburn game. And Coach Martin indicated that uh, you know there was better effort and better energy in practice. And he thought that the presence of these uh, players that were on last year's Final Four team uh, were a big part of the reason for that. So, Joe, the Gamecocks uh, used a 21-to-1 run to go up 37-11 to on Auburn. Carolina got a season-high 43 bench points. Frank Booker with a game-high 19 points for the Gamecocks. Chris Silva with his sixth double-double of the year, 14 points and 11 rebounds. And a real feel-good win for Carolina, Joe. So the question is, is it too little too late for the Gamecocks? Carolina is now 14-13. and Overall, they're 5-9 and in the league. We've got four games left in the regular season. Then we'll have the SEC Conference Tournament. Joe, is it too late for the Gamecocks to still get into the NCAA Tournament? Well, if you look at it on paper, it seems like it's, it's almost impossible. But when you look at the upcoming schedule with Georgia on tomorrow night, uh, Mississippi State later on this weekend, and uh, LSU next week, and also another, you know, a short man, Auburn, uh, at the final game. Um, are they winnable games? Yes, they are. If, if we can somehow focus and, and put that energy that we put in on Saturday and put the play the way we played on Saturday the next four games, uh, we'll give ourselves a chance, which meaning we'll be at uh, – what, 18 and 13 in the conference and about 500 uh, in the conference. And so with a couple with that, if we run the table to the regular season, throw in a couple wins uh, in the SEC, you never know. If we can control our destiny, just go out there and win. Don't even worry about what's been what's been happening so far this year. If we go out and play like we need to play, win these next four games, win a couple games, or maybe even win the SEC tournament. Of course you win the tournament, you're a lock-in. You, you're at large period. But, you know, we get a couple wins, getting that 20. You want to be in that 20, 21, 22 range when you talk about uh, getting getting a, a bid to go to NCAA. So uh, they, can, they can do it. They can control whatever, take one game at a time, um, which starts tomorrow against Georgia, a team that they beat already earlier this year before they beat the uh, Kentucky team. So they are showing flashes. You see flashes where they can do it. We beat some good teams already. We beat Kentucky, we beat Florida. Of course, we beat another top-ranked Auburn on Saturday. So it, it, this is a funny team. You just don't know which team's going to come out. And hopefully, you know, those guys want to end this year on a good run. Um, you got your Frank Bookers. You got your um, Myers. This, this is it for them. And this, this is maybe their last four games for the tournament. This is it for them. So maybe they'll, they'll uh, somehow create some energy and don't want their season to end. So in turn, some of these young guys, they'll get some more experience. I, I'm uh, very proud of the Justin Maniah. You see, early in the year, he was he was uh, – sometimes he sounded like a deer in headlights sometimes. But now this kid is going out there. He has a lot of confidence. His defense is improving. He's being 
he's a, he's one of my best two-way players on the team. So I'm excited about him in the future. And just, you know, like again, back to the point that she was making about this NCAA run. We just need to take each game at a time, uh, try to win these four games, and get some wins in the, in the SEC tournament. And you never know. The committee will give us that shot that we need. Yeah, when the Gamecocks had lost six in a row, you didn't think it was remotely possible that Carolina could still get into the NCAA tournament. And obviously, if Carolina were to win the SEC tournament, they would get an automatic bid. But, you know, Joe, it looks to me like it's still conceivable that the Gamecocks could play their way in. I know they're not in right now at just 14 and 13 overall, and it is a long shot. But, again, uh, I see winnable games left on the schedule. Georgia comes to the CLA coming up uh, Wednesday night, 6.30 tip on the SEC network. And, Carolina beat Georgia in Athens earlier this year. Uh, but Georgia's playing much better ball of late. And we'll talk more about the Bulldogs in just a moment. But then it's at Mississippi State. And Mississippi State came to Columbia and beat the Gamecocks just a few weeks ago. So, you know, Carolina will probably be an underdog in that ball game. But Mississippi State is 7-7 uh, seven and seven in the league. They're not world beaters. That'll be Saturday at 3.30 also on the SEC Network. And like Joe said, next week, Wednesday night at home against LSU. LSU 6-8 in the league. And that'll be a 6.30 tip on the SEC Network. And then the last game of the regular season, Saturday, March the 3rd, at Auburn, 3.30 on the SEC Network. And, you know, Auburn, as we mentioned, Joe, down to eight players after that horrible injury to Anferny McLemore at the CLA on Saturday. Just a, a terrible situation for him. And uh, he's out for the remainder of the year, obviously. So Auburn's down to eight players now, Joe. You wouldn't have thought that uh, – Auburn's been such a pleasant surprise this year. Really the, the surprise story of the SEC and nationwide. Auburn's got to be the biggest surprise team in the country this year. But they're down to eight players now. And you have to wonder how that attrition is going to affect, affect them over the remainder of the season. So, you know, obviously the Gamecocks can't lose again in the regular season, Joe. And then they may, they may still have some work to do in the SEC tournament, uh, but if they win the last four of the regular year, they get to 9-9 nine and nine in the league, like you said, 18-13 and 13 overall. They at least go to St. Louis uh, knowing that, you know, if they can post a winning record in the conference tournament, they end up over 500 in the in the SEC for the year. Uh, there's a good chance the Gamecocks may get uh, an at-large bid. It obviously wouldn't be probably a very high seed, but uh, nevertheless, getting in the tournament would be uh, an incredible thing particularly with the Gamecocks uh, just having broken this six-game losing streak. So I know it's a long shot, Joe, but we're trying to look at the glasses half full, and I think the Gamecocks could still get in. I think so, man. They can control it. Uh, Again, um, when you look at our resume, we went through some stretches where we played some good ball. I remember a couple weeks ago we were talking about, you know, we were in the point where we were really talking about getting the NCAA uh, finishing strong down the stretch. But with the quality wins that we have, we don't have, you know, we got some some that stretch, but we lost that six in a row, which is would definitely hurt us. But again, the NCAA always looking at who's hot at the, at the time, and with our history from last year, uh, getting in and doing going to the final four, I think they would be unpleasantly surprised to put us in. Um, they know that Frank is going to coach these teams up. And we can make another run, another Cinderella story. Yep. Uh, being hot, winning the last four games of the year, and getting an SEC tournament, win a couple of games, or possibly win it. Hey, why not give us another shot? Yeah. We're hot, you know. Yeah, the Gamecocks won at Florida earlier this year. Florida was nationally ranked at the time. Kentucky was nationally ranked. Gamecocks beat them at Columbia. And that win over Kentucky, not as good now as maybe it seemed at the time. But uh, Joe Lenardi still got Kentucky slated to make the NCAA tournament. And 
you know, if the Gamecocks are able to win out these last four regular season games, that would obviously include another win over an Auburn team, which, uh, you know, figures to be nationally ranked when the Gamecocks face them a week from Saturday. So, you know, those will be three marquee victories and uh, a good uh, stretch of wins for the Gamecocks going into the SEC tournament if they can get them. And, Joe, the Gamecocks are going to have to continue to play at the level they did against Auburn. If they can do that, these last four could be winnable. Uh, if they revert back to some of their old ways, obviously they, they're not only going to you know not win the last four, they could certainly lose all four. So uh, we don't know what's going to happen moving forward, but the Gamecocks <laughs> have got some momentum after beating Auburn. That really was a big win Saturday. That was a huge win again. And, uh, you know, everything starts and ends with what we've discussed all year, and that's poor guard play. And on both ends on Saturday against Auburn, I think Hassan Graham and uh, the Myers kid came out and played extremely well. They didn't turn the ball over as much. Uh, they made baskets. They got everybody involved. And everything starts and ends with them. And if they continue to play with the confidence and, and the uh, excitement and the energy that they played on Saturday, um, the sky's a limit for this team with the last four games. So, uh, you know what you're going to get out of uh, Chris Silva. Um, uh, it was good to see the kid from um, Mother Beach, the Cud, Cud kids. He came in and made some baskets on Saturday. So this team is somewhat growing up at, at the right time. And hopefully, you know, they put these six-game lose streak behind and, and somehow James did use this momentum right now, this huge win against Auburn, and just keep rolling. And because they know they can do it. They've seen, they know, they've seen flashes that they can beat anybody on any night. And, of course, if they're not playing as well, they can't lose it. Absolutely, they can lose it as well. But, uh, you know, this – these guys are young. They're competitive. They don't want to go out. Of course, they're not trying to go out and lose. They're trying to go out and win. And, and basketball is all about confidence. And beating a team like Auburn on Saturday gives you supreme confidence. And, you know, now they know what they can do. So hopefully they can continue that with, that, with down the stretch right now. First things first, Joe. Georgia Bulldogs Wednesday night at the Colonial Life Arena. 6.30 tip on the SEC Network. Tom Hart, John Sunvold will have the call. And, Joe, Georgia had lost six of seven before they won the last two ball games. They've won two in a row. They won at Florida last week, and they beat Tennessee at home 73-62 to on Saturday. They got 19 points and five boards from Yante Mayton and 16-11 and from Ogbeedi. So, Georgia's playing well, and a good, you know, similar situation for them. They had kind of bottomed out losing six of seven, but they've regrouped to win two in a row. And Georgia at six and eight in the league, they're still thinking about making the tournament as well. Absolutely, that tells you how again how strange and how tough this conference is. You hear the coaches in this league talk about how you know tough it is to win on the road, and and, and for uh, Georgia to go beat a, a highly ranked Tennessee team who has handled us so far this year, um, to say how strange and how tough this league is. So again, they're in the same situation we are. They're battling they're in the middle of the pack, somewhat. And, and they're fighting for their lives right now, trying to get a beer in the NCAA. So, again, it's going to be another tough game because you always see the Georgia games, always some of the toughest and, you know, low scoring. Um, teams that are supposed to try to be very efficient on offense and both of them play tremendous defense and try to use their length and try to make you very uncomfortable. So, again, Joe, it should be a very good battle. Uh, the advantage that we have would be at the TLA on tomorrow night. So, hopefully we get a good crowd out there tomorrow night and, and get – so these guys get going tomorrow and continue the streak that they're on. Wednesday night, 6.30 at the Colonial Life. Gamecocks and Bulldogs. Carolina gunning for the regular season sweep of Georgia. And it figures to be another right fight between the Gamecocks and the Bulldogs. So four games left in the regular season. 
It's been a rough year for the Gamecocks, but the year is not done yet. So we hope to see you at the Colonial Life Wednesday night for the Gamecocks and the Dogs. Joe Rett, my partner here on Gamecock Central Radio. Great talking Gamecock hoops with you, Joe. Thank you. Thank you, man. Thanks for having me. All right, that's Joe Rett. Plenty more still to come here on Gamecock Central Radio. For Joe Rett, I'm Emerson Phillips. Thanks for joining us. Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's $200 to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com on3 and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text HOPE NY in New York.